Hello and welcome to Morning Talk with Shasni. Today I am very happy to have Taylor Elizabeth as my guest. She is a well-known etiquette trainer who is popularly known as the Elegance Advisor. She is from the United States, now based in Dubai. Welcome Taylor Elizabeth. It's a pleasure to have you here. Could you please tell the listeners about the elegance advisor Thank you so much Shashni I really am happy to be here and I really appreciate this question and the opportunity for me to introduce myself to the members of your community. So, my name is Taylor Elizabeth. I am the Elegance Advisor. I am an etiquette coach and image consultant based in Dubai, and what I do is I teach social etiquette and business etiquette as well as etiquette for children. So, what that means is social etiquette is your table manners, how to behave in social situations, learning how to have small talk, how to have those kind of conversations, to business etiquette, which is how to behave at work, maybe some tips for body language, some tips for negotiating things, some tips for how to behave in meetings to teaching children. So ch- children is like table manners or word choice or how to engage maybe if they're always on their phones or on their computer, how to learn the social skills necessary to be successful children, young adults and into adulthood. So that is what I teach as well. I also do coaching wor- workshops and seminars for organizations, corporate corporations as well. So that is what I do. And what I love to say that I do and what I'm really trying to do, so I guess my mission is to rebrand etiquette. So on my Instagram page, The Elegance Advisor, what I'm trying to do is offer people tips and tools that they can use in their everyday life to be the most successful version of themselves. So etiquette is so important. I love etiquette. It's what I'm about. But I think it's really it's a topic that a lot of people hear and sometimes they think, "Oh my goodness, that's too posh for me. I don't think that that's relevant anymore. I mean, what even is that?" So I think it brings up a lot of questions or maybe not maybe not feelings that make them want to embrace the topic. And what I'm trying to do is rebrand that and make it so that it's accessible, make it so that it's useful and so that maybe people will use it in their everyday life and realize how important it is and also the tools that they can use it in their everyday life. What's the biggest difference in your life after starting the Elegance Advisor? I actually like to approach this from my Instagram page. Um if I can answer from that perspective, I do have this consulting firm in Dubai where I do one-on-one consultations and group seminars and workshops for social etiquette and business etiquette and for children. But my online community, which I think I'd like to focus on because really I think the biggest change for me has been the motivation that I have received from people being so incredibly responsive and positive to the concept of etiquette. So, etiquette I think is so incredibly important. It is those builds those foundations for the way our we interact with each other. It is, you know, our social fabric, the thing that connects us as human beings to each other. It really strengthens those fabrics. It's what like gives the force to that. And I think it's so important to be a kind and polite and gracious individual. In fact, that's my mantra. Like every day I'm thinking, how can I be kind? How can I be gracious? How how can I be a good polite human being? Like this is the way that I decided to live my life. It's my it's my personal vision. And so I think being the online community having so many wonderful comments and feedback and questions and me being able to help people them telling me that I'm able to help them with my online community with the videos that I'm doing and the posts that I'm doing and to know that I am making a positive impact 
in this world that I'm giving back positively. That actually has been the biggest change in my life because I feel much more a sense of purpose. I felt a personal sense of purpose, being a mother and a wife for sure and building a family together because that is incredibly important and um, being a mother actually is the best thing that I've ever done in my entire life. But besides that, professionally, I think this has given me a really great sense of purpose. Um, be able to give back positively to the world, to be able to help people, to be able to give people the tools that they really need to be successful. That has been incredibly important to me. I'm getting a little emotional about it, but that has been incredibly important to me to be able to make a positive impact, even if it's just been in one person's life. For me, that has been really amazing and so fulfilling for me. What's the lesson you learned from the biggest failure or the biggest difficulty that you faced in your life? This is a tough one. I think actually hearing the word failure kind of, it kind of, I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one for me, uh, the word failure, because I actually don't frame things in my life that have I've either succeeded or failed at. It's not really the way that I, I phrase it. I usually like to think of things that I struggle with or that I have maybe not dealt with in great success, I guess. Um, as challenges and then my ability to overcome the challenge. So I guess my biggest challenge that keeps on coming back that, I always, that I'm constantly having to reassess and kind of readdress, I guess I would call it, I guess I would approach it that way. I would say my biggest challenge that way has been having faith in my abilities in all the history that I have um, in business as well as my personal life and addressing something that is really unfamiliar to me. So I've noticed that when I have to take on a new challenge that is something I'm really not accustomed to, so it's really foreign to me. So for example, um, you know, for example, a lot of things on social media. So initially when I started on social media, doing the Elegance Advisor page, I really felt like the learning curve was huge for me. I, I struggled with the learning curve and I noticed that Although I knew I needed to do it, I knew I needed to educate myself, I knew I needed to take the time, I knew all these things, and I'm, I'm a very active, proactive person. I am not a passive aggressive or a, um, what is it, procrastinator by any means. I'm not a procrastinator. I am definitely like, okay, this is what we need to do and let's move forward kind of personality. However, I do notice that when there are things that I feel like I'm really out of my element, I don't necessarily approach them in a manner that is my normal behavior, my normal characteristic of my behavior. And so I, I, I struggle with this. This is something that I struggle with. I think that I would not call them a failure yet because it hasn't like, I think failure is very finite, you know, like it's finished. And I feel like this is something I'm constantly readdressing. I am getting better. I am learning that I am able to overcome these challenges and I am able to learn from them and build and grow from them, but I just have to allow myself to do it. So I actually just have to do it. I have to like make myself do it, but I do notice it takes more effort and more energy to convince myself to do these things and just to get started and do it. So I guess the process of that has, for me has been in the learning process for me has been that I really, when I, when I see this coming and I, I, and I always feel it too, you know, you always feel these things, these kind of challenges or these things that really don't sit well with us. When I see this coming, I think to myself, okay, I know how I'm going to react to this. I'm not going to want to take it on. I'm going to want to kind of be a little bit more 
uh, procrastinating, procrastinating when it comes to it. So instead, I really try to like address the issue and be like, okay, I need to do this. This is how I'm going to do it. It's going to be really uncomfortable while I'm going through it. I'm probably going to be frustrated a lot, but I'm going to grow from it and I will learn from it. And I have experiences in the past where I felt the exact same way but I have actually been able to deal with it and I've been able to succeed at it. So I just have to have enough faith in myself, patience with myself and just kind of, you know, take on the project and start it. So I guess that would be my answer to my biggest failure and how I've overcome it. Um, that is how I'm constantly re-overcoming this challenge that I have of feeling a little bit insecure when I'm confronted with things I really feel very, un very unfamiliar about. Who is your inspiration in being the elegance advisor? Okay, so without a doubt, even thinking about it, my mother, for sure. My mother is my biggest inspiration for being the elegance advisor. Uh, she is the most elegant, capable, just really inspirational person uh, in my life. I've I've always felt that way. I've always looked up to her in that capacity. I, I hope to live a type of life and be a type of person that my daughter someday will feel the same way that I feel about my mother. Uh, she is incredibly elegant as a, as a person. Everything that she does is done in such an elegant and thoughtful way, a very conscious way. Uh, she's a very uh, resourceful person and a very creative person and also an incredible businesswoman. So my mother is able to, from one moment, throw together a party like as if maybe Martha Stewart or some amazing like, you know, creative person has put together and then the next moment she's negotiating business deals on her phone. She's able to do amazing things. So my mother is an, an incredible inspiration for me. And I really, as I said, I really hope to be the same for my daughter. I would say uh, style-wise also, um, I mean, my mother and I dress very similarly as well, but I think style, she always has, she has her own style, but it's a very elegant style. It's a very, uh, she's very aware of the way, of the intent that she puts into the way she dresses. And I would say also, I have a little bit of inspiration from Grace Kelly. So Grace Kelly, I love Grace Kelly. I've always loved Grace Kelly. When I was, in fact, my, my parents tease me because they used to like tease me and call me Grace because I thought it was Grace Kelly. Anyway, uh, she being an American like myself, I don't know, there's just something about her I always loved. And when I was nine, I did this book report on Grace Kelly, I'll never forget it. And I was like so proud to be like, you know, like Grace Kelly. So I guess I kind of, she's an inspiration. She's more of a style, I guess style kind of inspiration, um, image kind of inspiration. And my mother is both. My mother is, as an example, the person I would like to m model myself towards and also as inspiration both in my business and also in my personal life and as a mother as well. How do you manage to stay calm and positive during this pandemic? Oh, thank you for this question. These are all really wonderful questions and I really appreciate them. So how have I been able to stay calm and positive uh, during this pandemic? Okay, so the biggest struggle for me and probably a lot of other people feel this way as well is that this was so this was such an uncertain period i mean in every way so i mean we had no idea how to keep our family safe we had no idea how to keep ourselves safe we had no idea how long it was going to last how bad it was going to get i mean there's just so much uncertainty and i think the uncertainty as somebody who's a big planner because i'm a big planner i organize things and like i plan out my my holiday or i plan my my things to do with my daughter like our you know our social schedule kind of a thing i plan it out like in advance and this like this threw everything away you know like we couldn't do any of those things and i just i think I had to allow myself, in order to stay positive, I had to allow myself to, one, allow myself to let that go, 
but that was tough. And the second thing is to try to focus on those things in which I really, I could achieve or I could, I don't like the word control, but like, I would say those things that I could do, I could do, I had the ability to do something. I, I think that's two things I did. So for example, I really focused on, okay, well, what are the, literally, what are the positives here? What things am I, what, th what opportunities is this, is this giving me that I would not have had before? And one of the biggest opportunities that it gave me was I actually could focus a lot more on my online presence, on my social media presence, because I was at home. I wasn't in the car because I spent quite a bit of time going to and from my daughter's school, you know, going to and from meetings, going to and from my office. And I could actually use that time and focus on doing other things, learning. I really learned a lot of different things, both about myself personally through this, as well as about my daughter because we were spending a lot more time together because she wasn't in school. She was at home and I was teaching her. So that was really helpful for me as well. And then in addition to that, I actually learned a lot of new things that I was been putting off, like I said in, in my previous answer to my question, like things that I just did not want to tackle, did not want to learn because I was intimidated by or it was unknown and I didn't feel comfortable. So it really made me, I mean, I was feeling obviously in the pandemic, nobody was feeling comfortable. So I was feeling really uncomfortable with that because also I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. So this really made me feel uncomfortable. So there was that element of it, but also it made me kind of deal with a lot of the things. I had this now new time at home to deal with a lot of these issues that I really didn't really feel comfortable dealing with and I, I did it. And I think I achieving that really gave me a lot of positive energy. It gave me a lot of, it was very encouraging for me. So I think focusing on the things that I actually could make an impact on versus all the things around me that were changing that I had no control over, the things that I actually could make a positive impact on, I kind of focused on that. And that also helped me stay calm. I think allowing myself to accept that this is the way that things are right now, that like everything in life, it does not stay the same. So I think that's one thing we, as a mother, for example, for all those mothers out there, you see your children, you see how quickly they, they grow. I remember when I was, my daughter was like, you know, a month old and she wasn't sleeping and like, you know, the feeding all the time was really difficult, etc. I was thinking, you know, and people have told me, really enjoy those moments because they go so fast. And it's absolutely true. I think that's true with everything. Like now look at her. She, it's like she's uh, like a you know a little mini uh, little mini adult, you know what I mean now? And it's amazing how incredibly fast that goes. So it just shows me that nothing really stays the same. Things always progress and move forward. So although this is a really difficult period and really unusual, and we've never had to deal with anything like this before, and it makes us all uncomfortable, it's not forever. It's not permanent. There will be a light at the end of this. There will be change at the end of this. And this has helped me stay really calm, realizing that and accepting that I'm only able to take it day by day right now, focusing on making sure that those days are as positive and as, um, I guess, positive and filled with things that I really want to achieve, I guess, that day, really focusing on those day by day kind of a thing and just letting go of the fact that this is really not how things normally are and knowing that they will eventually go back to normal at some point and that I need to just accept that and try to be positive about it. So that is what I've done to stay positive and calm during this pandemic. And really, I think focusing on my family has been a really big help and my work as well. My work and my family, focusing on those two things has really helped me through this period. And I think also it, ha it has, everybody calls this like the big pause, you know, like this is our moment of pause. I think this really did give me 
huge pause on a couple different areas of my life and I'm actually really grateful. There are some wonderful things that have come out of this very stressful situation. A lot of things, a lot of learning I've learned about myself, a lot of learning about my daughter, a lot of wonderful time spent as a family that we wouldn't necessarily have had because my husband travels a lot for work. Uh, and I think it's just, it's given us a pause and it's given me a lot of positives. So there's been some positives to find amongst the pandemic. And I always would encourage everyone to try to look for those positives, even if they seem really, really small in face of all the negatives, those positives, they really are important. So that's how I would answer that question. Thank you so much, Taylor Elizabeth, for your valuable time. I go to learn many things from you. I wish you all the abundance and success in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on today. I have so enjoyed all of these amazing questions. They were so thoughtful. They really, they gave me, I mean, it's been great to be a part of it, but they've given me some moment to really reflect also on myself. And I, it's put me in a very great perspective today. So thank you so much for all these great questions.